0: The Smart Thinking Fans Horror Podcast.
1: Yeah, he's Just making this up as you're going along. Totally. Oh, yeah, I can hear it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, we're uh you know we're here. I know. We're here. Yep, we're, here. we're all here Right.
1: So how's it going? Uh it's going all right. How's things going with you in Dimension World, in the Dimension of Dimension?
0: It is uh it's going good. good. I have no complaints. We are uh, just two hundred and fifty dollars away from our shooting budget for baggage. Wow. Go to you've been robbed and you can donate and get your perk. That's my uh, plug that, for the episode. That's your episode. spiel. That's okay, that's the, the episode. episode
1: spiel. So we had a big week this week. Yes, we did. We both shared in the same uh, uh, what would you call it activity, although separately. We did. Uh, you went to see. Well, let me start off with. We'll jump ahead with one piece of horror news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Evil Dead possessed the box office this weekend, taking the number one spot. Uh, the film, directed by uh, Fetty Alvarez and produced by the original Evil Dead trilogy team—Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, and Rob Tappert—began uh, early screenings on Thursday night at ten o'clock. Uh, on opening day, it took in eleven point nine on the opening night, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. It took in eleven point nine million. Uh, the total gross for the weekend was at 26 million it put it at the top of the box office and it beat out Jurassic Park which was re-released in 3D which grossed an estimated 18.2 million. Um, The performance for Evil Dead for the weekend uh, Evil Dead opening weekend beat out the total gross of the original trilogy at the box office. The trilogy? Yeah. That's pretty... Yeah, that's crazy. pretty... It's, I mean, it's impressive as far as the film companies go. I'm sure they're thrilled to death with it. Um, they're actually... Uh, I guess they're probably getting ready to greenlight uh, the sequel that was announced at South by Southwest uh, when Alvarez had mentioned that a, a script was already in the works for the sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw it, I saw it. Who's going to go first? <laughs> I mean, I'll go first.
0: I saw it. I went sun, uh, Saturday morning... And uh, I texted you as soon as I got done. And uh, I gave a thumbs down.
1: Yeah. when I, and, and You had said, you had, I mean, we both had such high hopes for Huge. this film.
0: I wanted this to be the I, horror movie that was going to set the tone for the future. Oh, I did too. Seriously. I wanted
1: this to be the film that was going to uh, put horror back in the theaters as I knew it. And I was looking for something that was going to push the envelope a bit. I was looking for the long lines. I wanted to see people come out of that saying scariest thing they've seen, uh, you know, the whole thing. Uh, you know, I, like I said before, I was looking for uh, the same reaction that The Exorcist got when that came out, you know, originally uh, in theaters. Um, you know,
0: and, and, and we had heard so much about it. That, well, there was a
1: lot of hype about it. There was going to be an
0: NC-17 and they cut stuff out to make it an R. And I mean, I will say this, if you're a, a gore hound, this is definitely a movie that you should go see. There is tons of blood, tons of gore. Right. I had tons. I had
1: seen somewhere I believe on Twitter or whatever where they mm-hmm. had released you know what the how many you know Trucks. hundreds of gallons right. of of blood that they used. Right. Um,
0: I will be the first to say gore does not equal good. Right. It just doesn't.
1: Gore does not replace plot.
0: It just doesn't. Um, and, 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 well, This will be spoiler free We're going to keep it spoiler free In case, I mean, it's still popular And people are still going to see it As spoiler free as we can keep it I will say As we
1: proceed to ruin all the yeah. spoilers, probably
0: Um, I mean, I went back before and watched Look, I'm going to start this off and say this Like, I'm not the biggest Evil Dead fan See, I am the original. Uh, not I Vegas. I am. I,
1: I know most people like Evil Two, Evil Dead Two. I do better.
0: I'm that guy.
1: I I saw Evil Dead when it came out in the theaters. Uh, I think I actually saw it first on VHS. Um, I I really liked the first one the best of the trilogy. I thought as the trilogy gets deeper into the higher numbers, um, I thought they were replacing horror with almost. I mean, in Army of Darkness, it literally becomes Three Stooges slapstick humor, Mm -hmm. you know, where the the eye poke and the block, I mean, it's just, you know, to to me, it just becomes more and more and more obvious that, you know, the people involved are Three Stooges fans. I mean, they're even called fake shimps, you know, in in the credits, which uh, the credits for this Evil Dead film, if you stay through the credits... um, you know, there's they list fake chefs. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, so
0: I mean, they definitely tried to pay homage to the original, but I mean, what you have to know going in is it's not a remake. It is the same title, the same cabin, different like uh, actually,
1: well, supposed to be the same cab cabin, right, but it's right. not. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but, it's I mean, like to it, be... for people that are true, like diehard Evil Dead fans, it is. It's a different cabin that's kind of made to look similar, but the right. layout of it is different and right. all that stuff.
0: Um, but it's supposed to be the same. Right. And there's, a, you know, something out back of the, the cabin, which I, I found, uh, I actually chuckled and said, oh, I know what that is. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of little things where they pay, you know, homage to the original. I just felt Well, like, the thing
1: was, that not to interrupt you, but when you had told me, you were the one telling me, up, oh, you know... Some of the early reviews are not good. And I'm like, oh no. You know, like you had started to set in the warning signs, to, you know, letting me know the warning signs were there that it's not all we both had hoped it was going to be. And then you saw up ahead of me. So. I just
0: think they, they probably selectively released certain reviews um, and the ones that maybe weren't favorable were kind of buried because the favorable ones were so big. But now, as this week has gone on, I've seen quite a bit. Have our same fee like I didn't hate it, but I just felt like I don't necessarily. I wouldn't pay to go see it again. Would I buy the DVD? Probably because I will give it another oh, because chance.
1: Because you keep, Do but you, you keep watching the movie until you like it. I saw. Eventually How many times like is it, it, it going to take the, for you to like this one?
0: I, I don't know. Like, like I said, I wasn't. I just thought it was meh. Like if you, if that's a review, like it was like. A C plus, B minus. Like, I guess that's about the best okay. review that I can give it, like as far as a grade goes.
1: Now compared to your opinion of Texas Chainsaw 3D.
0: Oh, it's better than that.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Better
0: than that. Like, I thought Texas Chainsaw 3D, it started off good, but went downhill pretty fast. This one, to me, the first 10 minutes, which you like, I thought were the worst part of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. It was... Awful, stupid, awful, I wanted nothing to do with
1: it. See, I, I, you know, here's the things that I liked about it. I actually, I knew we were going to eventually talk about this. And my, I went with my oldest son, uh, who shares, we, we share a lot of love for similar movies. And we both are really big, Evil Dead 1 and 2 right,
0: Are you going to tell me what he thought?
1: No, uh, I think he liked it probably more than I did. Uh-huh. I think I liked it more than you did. But, I mean, my final outcome of it was, I liked, uh, and I even said online somewhere, um, I think on Twitter, I liked about, I liked everything until the third act. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, some parts of it I liked more, but I thought f- when the third act comes, it just really falls apart at the seams. I mean, you know.
0: I wrote a review on uh, RobDimension.com. Not a review, but my thoughts. I got hate mail.
1: Oh, well, yeah. I did. I, hate yeah. I told you. Like I, was yeah. like
0: I was like, people, you know, one guy was like, you hate a lot. And I was like, really? Like, I hate what's not good. Yeah. Or he, you know? or he
1: said you don't like a lot of movies. I don't like a lot, yeah. yeah. I was
0: like, really? Like well, I mean, movies? there's a lot
1: of bad movies. I'm you know? <laughs> sorry, you know. If you have a million
0: movies, how many are good? Like, you know.
1: But The things I liked about it is I, I liked how they, I, and I thought this was really good. I liked how they set up the circumstances that the other people in the group would not believe or would ignore what Maya was saying that she saw, you know? I, I mean,
0: I and I have a theory on that. I have a, an entire theory that could blow your mind. Okay. I, I mean, without spoiling it, what if...
1: Oh, I know where you're going. What if that was all...
0: A her coming down. Yeah. What if that was all her coming down? Yeah. Is it possible? Are we? Is it possible that at the beginning of... Part two, she's going to be in a rehab.
1: I mean, it it could be that's a cheap way out. You would be mad. Uh, Oh, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, no.
1: I mean, if she was in a rehab with one arm, oh, (laughs) jeez.
0: No, that's okay. But I mean, people can see that from the commercial. But can I tell you, that effect was awful. Oh, well. I mean, we're just trying not to spoil. Them. All right, I'll go
1: back to the things I liked okay. about the movie. I, I did like how they explained that away because it, anno- it, it, it annoys the hell out of me when people are in a haunted house and you walk into a room and you actually hear "Get out!" I would pack my stuff. I wouldn't even wait to pack my stuff. I'd call movers and have them pack my stuff. I'd be at your house or my son's house within 15 minutes. <laughs> I'd be at I would of there. be afraid
0: of be following you. I wouldn't <laughs> would let you in, dude. That's scary yeah. stuff.
1: But you, you know what I mean? Like, I really liked how they explained a way that when she would say she saw certain things, how they would not take her,
0: yeah. you know, not take her seriously. They showed it, like, as if it was diagrammed. Down. Right.
1: And I thought that was brilliant. Yep. I really liked that about it. Yeah. Um,. I like the fact, I, I had said before, that there was no real Ash character, that I guess she became the Ash character, because I think it really would have set itself up uh, for comparisons that, I mean, you know, how, uh, I, I like how they were being different characters, they weren't, you know, remaking part one or part two and, mm-hmm. and portraying the same character, mm-hmm. so I thought that was good, I'd like that about it. Um, I liked the homage to the Sam Raimi camera angles at times. Mm-hmm. I liked the scene where uh I guess the uh, what would you call it the demons or the mist or whatever like the, as it starts to approach them uh, as it starts to approach the cabin from the woods mm-hmm. you know like I liked how all that was done um, I liked the reason that they were forced to stay, which was a little bit different than what well, was it was the, a good reason what was in the first two movies uh. To me, the the last the last quarter of it really uh, a okay. last third you know the third act just really 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 fell apart. I mean, I um, was
0: expecting something so good after the credits, and I can't tell oh, you that how disappointed too. I was. Yeah, so disappointed. Well, you
1: know, you had told me to stay through the credits. Yeah, that's what I. Heard. Um, and, you know, and I, when I did, I, I was really excited. When I, I mean, I guess we're, we can. People know what's through the. credits Well, yeah, Why it's now, been re- right? in
0: now it's also been released that they had an alternate ending that was either shot or not shot, um, but I think it was shot. Where uh, you know, if you stay to the end, past the the credits, you see Bruce Campbell's character and he says "Groovy," right? It, but I mean, you it's also online. hear
1: uh, the 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 um, professor's tape,
0: right? Through the credits, so. I guess from what they're saying now is there was an alternate ending. And I had said to somebody else, like, before I read that, I came up with my own ending. But they had said that a smart, uh, S smart truck pulls up next to Mia as she's walking along the road. And he says, like, can I, can I help you? And she's the demon. And she says, I'll swallow your soul or I'll eat your soul or whatever. And he says, groovy. And it ends that way, which I thought would be a better ending. I thought if... He was an S-Smart helping a customer, and they the, over the loudspeaker, it said, Ash, they need your ass-kicking ability, aisle, whatever. And he looked up, and then he said, like, groovy, something along those lines where people could relate to it. I just felt like people wanted him so bad to be a part of it. And his little bit that he was, I, I guess I just was like let down that it wasn't what I wanted. I guess.
1: See, I, I think almost the inclusion of him in those two ways that you had said would almost cheapen it. You know, Maybe. like uh, like I, I'm not looking for Army of Darkness Part Two. Like, I'm not looking for that. I, I was really hoping, and, and it pretty much proved to be the case that this version of the Evil Dead would would not have, you know, the slapstick humor and all that type of stuff. In Definitely, it. there's and, no comedy, right? Like, I wanted it to be as serious as it was. I just thought, you know, it just, I mean, when it, like when the gore really starts to literally rain down. All
0: right, so let me ask you a question. Is it the acting? Did you not feel the acting was very strong? I, I
1: wouldn't say it was the acting so much. I think it was the writing. You know, I mean, uh, a couple different things. I mean, you know, when people start hacking off their limbs, you uh, know, you don't pull your arm off and not be in shock, you know what I mean? Or yeah. not, I mean, I, I just thought it got to the point where, uh, you know, I was waiting for him to turn on a fire plug and have just, you know, it. it just that, like I don't like the blood flowing out of the elevator in The Shining, this was the blood flowing out of the elevator in The Shining in the third act for me. I mean, literally rain and red. Now, I,
0: mean, I was a big fan of, the ring in 2002 and Japanese horror since which, then, which I have
1: some horror news to, uh, announce, which
0: I, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I was a fan of it back then. What I felt was one of their worst problems in this film was they tried to make the, uh, the scary sound and the, the, the character to kind of look similar to that ring you character. And I just felt like, I've already seen it I saw it 10 years ago like I'm past it
1: and scarier 10 years they, ago and,
0: I, and I, I'm past it I, I honestly thought
1: I had read how it was going to be all practical
0: effects Effects. Right.
1: when I saw The Abomination I think they call her when I saw that I mean to me you had you, like I said you had seen it before me you had mentioned uh, about the ring and I didn't know what you were referencing then when I saw that I'm like God, oh, this is what he's talking about and I, mean, I didn't ruin it for you, did I? No. <laughs> I'm just not like certain. we are for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And I mean look,
0: I tell everybody, like, look, I'm not a professional reviewer at all. Like, I just know what I opinions, Right. They're just opinions. And I want people to like if you liked it, trust me, I would still invite you to my barbecue. If well, if you were a good person. If you weren't, then I wouldn't invite you regardless of what you liked. But I mean that's what makes the genre when, what it when is. Barbecue. I'm not telling. <laughs> <laughs> where, where. I'll have it on Facebook as soon as I find out. But I, I just think that that's what makes the genre what it is. But I don't like people that are so close minded that are like, if you don't like this movie, you're an idiot. Or, you know, you have no opinion. Or, I could tell you some of the expletives that I was told, which were ridiculous, but...
1: Well, I'll tell you one thing. Immediately after seeing the movie, to prepare for, you know, the demons of Cantor coming to my house, I bought a crap load of duct tape (laughs) they were uh, my son turns to me and said wow duct tape really does fix everything they I mean whenever there was anything going on in this movie they duct taped it I mean it was like uh, duct tape must be they must have donated or or paid you know a lot of money behind the scenes for product placement my god man
0: there was was one dude that gets hurt real bad
1: yeah and they just literally duct tape, tape over. Yeah,
0: like apparently, if if I'm ever stabbed out front, well, they were duct taping uh, the wall together, weren't they? Wasn't there? A, yeah, I mean, no, what? that was uh, that was the trailer for that movie. Oh, okay. Where there was an earthquake okay, okay. Yeah, in the right. yeah, way, and the house was and they were right, like, yeah. "Oh, we'll put duct tape yeah. over." But, but, that's, but that's but that's the point. It was at that level, right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, if, dude, if you're stabbed in the heart at any point, and you think that duct tape's going to work to like suture it up, not going to happen. Ductate's not even going to hold it because it's going to bleed through so much. Oh, really? Dude, come on. <laughs> Dude, I, I just put a case. I, mean, yeah, I got I mean, in different colors I'm and everything. Sh- I'm sure that we can abduct some people and that it will be just fine. But other than that, I don't think that we're going to do too much. It was... Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I thought it was just okay. Like, I thought... I mean, I appreciate good gore as much as the next person. I thought the gore was awesome. There were two specific spots... That I like, look, maybe, maybe it's that I don't like exorcism and ghost movies.
1: Oh, see, I do. It's not, it wasn't that. That's not the reason why. I,
0: I just like, you know, uh, weren't we supposed to write a list of, uh, uh, this is totally off topic, but Dave says, we should write a list about like what movies that everyone likes that we don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean, I, don't, I, I, I don't
1: like The Exorcist. Well, see, I do. I like The Exorcist. Uh, I, the movies that, uh, there's movies that not only that I don't like, there's movies I've never seen. I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies. I, I gave Morning. one of them like fifteen minutes, there were big midgets with no shoes on. I was out. You know <laughs> Yeah, they were all like singing about how they were going off the, they were going to the Shire. Are they, you sure you they, weren't
0: watching the Smurfs? <laughs> that's what it looked like.
1: Except they were they weren't blue, but I mean they were all singing how they were going someplace. Mm-hmm. They needed to go to the shoe store. You know what I mean? That's what a pay a in wherever wherever the hell uh, Lord of the Rings takes place. A paylass would make a fortune.
0: Well, you had said you hadn't seen Lord of the Rings. I had
1: seen Lord of the Rings. Harry I never Potter. saw Harry any of the Harry Potter movies. I do. My grandson likes them. My oldest grandson, Doug Jr. Uh, I did buy one of the Deathly Hollows movies. that's in three D to show them on my three D I mean, set. It's okay, they're well, okay movies. Yeah, I've never watched them. I've never seen. Uh, a Avatar? Twilight movie
0: well, Let's say Avatar first Because I actually have seen Avatar I've never
1: really, seen Avatar yeah. I have no desire like, to see okay. Avatar Blue people I mean I, I don't know It's just not my thing I, I just I, And I hear that, And it was in 3D And I hear it was great 3D I just, was sick dude I had no desire to see it You know And I still don't have any it's desire to it It's tough to, to get it.
0: through though It's a long Yeah Like it's a long movie And they're making part 2 of that too If uh, anybody cares uh, Not me or Dave Uh, and, uh, Twilight, I actually took my wife to see the first one. Oh, I remember, okay. And it wasn't bad. Like, I mean, it's not what we want, but, like, as far as, like, a love story or whatever, it was okay. Like, I don't even look at it as vampires. Like, I just, I just don't. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just gibberish to me. Like, when I watch it, like, it's okay. And then I went and saw the last one with her, because I took her. And, I remember you uh, telling me about
1: that one because there was a dream scene where like, dude,
0: the, that was the best part. Ever, yeah, where of, all these people that movies. were getting,
1: and then it turns out to be a dream right. scene. I which didn't annoys see the, the, hell the third anime.
0: one, but yeah, I saw the last one. And I mean, she'll listen and she'll say, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about." She read the books. I, I it, like, I think some of that stuff has to do if you read the books. If you read the books, I think you grow an appreciation for them because I think people now are more rabid than ever for books that are turned into movies. But, I but mean,
1: see, I, I think it's going the other way around, though. Like, I think that people are going back to read the books once they get interested in the movie or I television. Hope. So tr- True Blood is, uh, is an example and I heard, of But that. I heard
0: True Blood and Dexter are nothing alike.
1: Well, I can remember hosting a True Blood uh, Q&A where people were were kind of like getting on the actors. There was one girl in particular that was like, you know, whatever books that True Blood are made from. Uh, she was like an avid, diehard True Blood fan. And she was like, well, how come this wasn't that way? And how come uh, their accents, they don't say the the word like a certain way they do in Georgia or wherever the mm-hmm. book is from? I mean, it was it's like, wow, you know, like this girl's really taking this stuff seriously. We,
0: I, I, after I hosted uh, a couple of the, the girls' Q&A that were in True Blood, I told my wife, I was like, let's go get True Blood Season 1 and we'll try and watch it. I mean, I watched it, but it was just it, again, it was just okay. Like, it's just not my cup of tea. I don't even know what my cup of tea is anymore. Well, it's don't.
1: it's fascinating to me as what I would consider a real horror fan. I mean, I don't know if using the word "real" is is fair. I but hate
0: real, and I hate hardcore. Okay, so we're not, not that. Well, we're a, just. I'm we a just, real <laughs> hardcore horror fan. <laughs> <laughs> we but just but, like, but, I, but I mean,
1: as compared to like when you see. True Blood become the water cooler show. And when you see The Walking Dead become the water cooler show. Uh When you go to places where people that don't... You know, you might be at social... You could be at the barbecue. You know, I guarantee if you ask at the barbecue... You know, three years ago, if you would have been talking about True Blood... You know, Joe Blow's housewife would be an avid follower of it. Yet not knowing anything that it might be referencing in On other... Easter, right, at, in other I went fire. to my
0: mother-in-law's, and they were all talking about The Walking right. Dead. Right. Now, th- those people don't know who George Romero is. Not at all. They don't know anybody involved with the horror. They they don't they don't care about anything else. And, and
1: to me, it's interesting to see, you know, like, uh, going back to True Blood, I mean, I, I guess True Blood is still very, very popular. There was a point, I think, before The Walking Dead where True Blood might have been possibly the most popular... Oh, uh, better Dexter. Uh, yeah, a, a show of its type. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there would be like uh, Housewives, what I consider regular, normal, non-horror fan Housewives that were like avid followers of True Blood. Like, is it the nudity? Is it the violence? Like, it, like, and it's, I mean, it's people that I wouldn't expect to be into that. You but know I think that's I mean?
0: the same crowd that's going to go see a Twilight. I think. Maybe not. I mean, I don't want well, that's some what I'm Blood saying. fans it's, to be mad at me, but I'm, i I'm I think there's it.
1: almost a division... And I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I think there's almost a division, which which I got some, uh, you know, feedback from when I were, we were announcing uh, Walking Dead guests. Like, you know, there was that faction of fans that come to our show that were saying, "Oh, it's become a Walking Dead convention." I mean, it it wasn't, but I mean, we we definitely did have you know a significant number of Walking Dead people there, an equal number of Friday the Thirteenth people, but no one called it a Friday the Thirteenth convention. But I mean, I, I I'm kinda I think there's like a division of people that are what you might want to call real horror fans or, or or people I don't know what the word you want to call it, but you've got those horror fans and then you've got the Casual. Casual latchers mm-hmm. on or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That don't know you've got the fan who knows George Romero and you got the fan that doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's two different worlds. But is that
0: a bad thing? No, not necessarily. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I think
1: if... I I, And just as I try to use Monster Mania as an introduction to other things, for other people, I always try to put a movie in that they might not know what it is. I know what it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when I came up with the films for Halloween, like 13 films to watch, I wanted people to watch movies, to listen to the podcast, and maybe give a movie a try that they had never heard of,
0: Mm -hmm. just based upon... I did. I gave Magic a try. Okay. As an example. Right. Um... I, but I also look look at the numbers. Now that Walking Dead is so popular, look at how big Monster Mania is. Do you know what I'm saying? Compared to the smaller, I don't want to say clicky either, but like, you know, that, 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 that heartful horror fan. But now there's a larger pool, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I think the more the merrier. Like, bring them all in because then it's up to us as horror fans... To expose them exactly. to other
1: stuff. That's what and I say. Try if to... you
0: like, if you like zombies, then you should watch this, or you should watch that, or you know, uh, like whenever someone says, honestly, when if someone's a Twilight fan, I always say, oh, you know, if you like, you know, female uh, writers, then you should check out, you know, uh, Catherine Bigelow's *Near Dark*, another vampire film, totally different, right, and much more rough, but it's a really good film, and or maybe uh, *Fright Night*, which Is kind of hokey, but at the same time, it's something that I feel that they would appreciate.
1: Well, see, I use something like Fright Night as a segue to one of my personal favorite films, uh, Legend of Hell House, Mm -hmm. and the connecting factor is Roddy McDowell. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so for the fans that were coming to the Fright Night reunion, I was hoping. I think we showed Legend of Hell House, maybe not, but I mean, like, you know, I'm trying to expose the fan that might be a Roddy McDowell fan from Planet of the Apes or from Fright Night, say, hey, he did this other movie based on a Richard Matheson novel that's fantastic. The novel's called Hell House. The, the movie's Legend of Hell House. Check that out. Maybe they'll make that segue, you know? Uh, one of the things when we announced David Press um, when we had him for the show, besides being Darth Vader... David Prowse was in a Hammer film, was in a number of Hammer films, but one was Vampire Circus. Mm-hmm. I can remember when I put the the event list, the film and event list up on Facebook, people were like, what's Vampire Circus? I wanted them to go see it. Like, I, I hope that, you know, some of the people that didn't know what it was maybe spent the 90 minutes to go check
0: it out, mm-hmm. you know, and see what it is. I mean, I'm a real big advocate of that. I definitely go... All the time, I want. I mean, I want to know more. You know, right. I want to see what's out there. See, I think
1: the danger that Monster Mania runs into by bringing in the True Blood guests or the uh, Walking Dead guests, you know, what I mean, like it, it would be very easy for me as a promoter to to go totally in that direction. Sure, and and what I would consider forsake the fans that we were bringing in for the Friday the 13th reunions and the Nightmare on Elm Street reunions and, you know, whatever other, you know, stars and people we've had before. I think I have to walk the fine line of, of bringing in of bringing in very, very popular stars from popular shows. You have to bring in a variety. Along with, you know, what I would consider maybe the more classics. I mean, I tell you
0: every week, my, my wife is fans of Vampire Diaries and Grimm. So I always will say, like, oh, there's other people. And now I've seen people start to request those people on Facebook. So, I mean, and plus you have Angel, you have uh, uh, Buffy. I mean, you've always brought people in from those shows, too.
1: Well, see, and what people don't realize is with the hardcore, if we can use that word. Yeah, we can use it. uh, With that fan who who sometimes is is quick to dismiss the fact that we brought in Walking Dead guests. Let me Mm -hmm. tell you something. By selling more tickets to see the Walking Dead guests as a promoter, that gives me more money to work with to bring in the more um, obscure, obscure mm-hmm. you know, victim from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5 or Friday the 13th Part 6. You know right. what I mean? Like, I, I know some of those guests are not... I, I mean, if you're going to look at it as a hardcore... Hardcore promoter, bottom line only.
0: Where you're doing cult. Right. Cult classics.
1: For every guest, that guest has to sell enough tickets to cover his airfare, cover his food per diem, cover his room for three to four nights, cover his car service. I mean, you're talking, you know, there's a lot of, uh, just one guest on average with a coach flight is going to cost me well over $1500. Mm-hmm. So at 20 bucks or $25 a ticket, you know, you divide $1500 into 25 dollars a ticket, that's how many tickets that one guest has to sell me or has to sell for the show for, for to break even. Right. Let alone make any profit from anything. Right. You know what I mean? So and it, quite often those guests are not going to sell that many tickets based on them alone. But if I add Three Walking Dead guests or four Walking Dead guests. Those Walking Dead guests are going to sell so many tickets that the, that they're going to cover their expenses in ticket income and more. And the and more part goes towards the the more obscure guest who's not going to cover his his the cost of, of
0: bringing because him Because first and foremost, you're that that diehard hardcore horror fan. Right. And you want to be able to bring in those people. That, I want to meet them. Right. You know, in many cases.
1: Right. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's... I, I can't tell you the number of people that we've had at the show that I've added because I wanted to meet them personally. Mm-hmm. Or if, I, And if if it wasn't for me wanting to meet them, it might have been one of my kids or both of my kids or my grandkids or, or fans that I knew. By the way, I have a list for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> but you, well, you know what I mean? Like, I totally I, know what you I, mean. That... Those those big ticket selling guests by adding them to the show that allows me to add the more uh, you know obscure was the word we used I, I you know
0: I would just say cult okay Th- those cult you know those cult movies that you know like um, I, I mean I certainly wouldn't put Friday the Thirteenth but maybe maybe a movie that was on like uh, well not
1: necessarily but it's it's also the role or, or it's the you know it's you know, it, it could be to people a, that are complete. It could be a small role in a in a in a famous film, you right? Know, the people be, that are
0: completists, they want every autograph, on their poster, and then you give that, you provide that right.
1: service. We, we just added Sam Whitmer. I mean, there's there's B and fans that are going to get him the signed stuff. There's Smallville fans that are going to get him the signed stuff. There's Battlestar Galactica fans that are going to get him the signed stuff. There's going to be some Walking Dead completists, absolutely. like you said, that are going to bring their Walking Dead season one poster. And hadn't sign it because he was the the tank tank zombie in in part in uh, episode one, one yeah. the very first episode and the second one yeah so I mean if I was going to get his autograph me personally I would get it on a Walking Dead poster yeah you know I my my oldest son loves being human he was thrilled when I added him as you know as a guest I mean it's just
0: it is on Netflix instant if no one has seen it I added it to my queue this week to check it out okay. it's a vampire a werewolf and a ghost right, so I, he's, I'm he's a vampire,
1: uh Sam Huffington, I believe, is the uh, werewolf, and Megan Rath is the ghost, so you know uh, and I wouldn't be surprised, you know, not tipping anything off, but I mean we we have offers out to many people, and they're in the list, so you know, I'm waiting to hear back from a number of people I, again, we're in the waiting game, but you know, I'm not looking to add a bunch of guests that we've had before. I'm trying to get new people and, and that takes longer than than others.
0: Okay, so back to Walking Dead since we I mean uh, Evil Dead since we steered clear of that. So what do you think where do you think you go from here for Evil Dead? Where do you think you go? Like as far as as far as they announce a sequel, they announce uh, Army of Darkness 2. How much invested are you in those movies? What are your I don't want to say predictions, but what are your hopes for those? There's no doubt they're going to make them.
1: Uh, I well, they're gonna make it too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I said on last week's podcast, you know, like when they were announcing you know, it was, I think it turned out to be like a list of about seven different Evil Dead's or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I mean, it just then they were talking about Army of Darkness too, and then a crossover, and uh, you know, I think you can't put the cart before the horse. Um, I know a lot of people went to see Evil Dead hoping that it was gonna be certain, you know. Thing um, I don't know if the people that saw it got what they were hoping for. Many did. Many loved the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was okay. Uh, uh, it w- wasn't what I had hoped it was going to be. I was I really had high hopes for it, and, and you know maybe that's part of my disappointment. It just didn't live up to you know the the extraordinarily high hopes I had set for it. It was okay. Um, if Evil Dead Two came out in the theater, when I go see it? Yeah, I'll go I with my oldest son. Too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's. I love going to the movies. Right. I'd rather go see that than Twilight Part Five or whatever's next up, you know. In that, but I'm certainly going to go into Evil Dead Two uh, with lo- much lower, lower expectations. expectations than I had uh, for this one. You. Sadly,
0: I hear you. Now at the beginning, uh, I, I know the segment's a long, but I don't care. Um, we, <laughs> you rogue you <laughs> podcaster, you! I'll do what Robo I cat. want when I want. I, I, at the beginning of Evil Dead, there were a couple trailers. They had a trailer for Carrie. They had a trailer for The Purge, and they had uh, another trailer for uh, something. The Conjuring, on, yeah, on the, on, from the Warrens. Ugh. So, is that their names? The Warrens. Yeah. So, uh, what was your impression of Carrie to start?
1: Um, I thought it was honestly. And I'm I'm only gonna buy it from a trailer. Not to say we hate everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it didn't have the. It didn't the, the actress in the lead role.
0: Hit girl from uh, Kick Ass.
1: Okay. Did not do for me what uh, Sissy Spacek did. Mm-hmm. Sissy Spacek just had that. Um, Quirky look to her, you know what I mean. Uh, In in the original, uh, it was Piper Laurie that played the mom. Piper was just totally uh, when she was on the screen as the mom. Man, she was just uh, a force to be reckoned with. Um, I think Julianne Moore, although I'm a very big fan of hers, uh, she's I think she's got big, insane shoes to fill, and I, I. I kind of thought it was like a little bit of a different take on. I her think mom. Julianne
0: Moore looked pretty good as the mom.
1: I mean, when she was banging her head against the wall, she it looked, looked. I a mean, little...
0: I don't know. Like, I felt when I watched that trailer, I saw the movie. I don't need to see it. I don't need to say it. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, to cut a trailer to look like that, either they're relying on people to see the original, which we all know that you can't rely on people to see the original. The original was 1976. Here we are, 2013. The kids are not going to go rent. Carry There's no right. to rent it from, anyway. Well, and, and I don't foresee it happening. So, to me, they put a, a, a girl that's in a lot of movies. She was in uh, Let the Right One In. She was in uh, uh, Kick-Ass and Kick-Ass 2's coming out this summer. So, she's got the real popular vibe going on right now. They put her in it. I don't have any desire to see it.
1: Yeah, I, that's a renting on DVD for me. Going, going back to trailers for a second, one thing that annoyed me about Evil Dead, in the trailer that the, the um, Mia pops up through the the
0: and, and says this... and does the sing song thing. It wasn't not, in the movie. I know. I said that to my wife. What the hell? I don't know. Well, I mean, that I, was
1: one of the creepiest
0: things in the trailer. We're right. really bashing the hell out of you. <laughs> it's a shame. It's like I said. I think I, on a
1: scale of one to ten, I'd give it a six.
0: Yeah, like I said, I, I gave it like you know a, a B minus C plus. Okay, uh, the Purge. Looks good. The, there was
1: two, because uh, I even turned to Dave and said, oh, it's it must be the summer of uh, Home Invasion movies. First of all, I've seen both of those. Well, th- not so much, but I mean, Home Invasion's been done. Last House on the Left, uh, The Strangers. Um,
0: there was that, and then there was Your Next. That was uh, the other one. That was the one with the rabbit masks yeah. and stuff. But I just feel like, I don't know, like The Strangers was real popular, and people still talk about that. Right. So are we in the same...
1: It, I mean, to me, that's. I mean, it's the strangers with animal masks on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I don't know. I mean, it could be a different plot.
0: The movie that that I that I liked the best was "Is This the End" or whatever. The trailer that was. Uh, they're all at James Franco's <laughs> yeah. house. It just looked ridiculous. Yeah, uh, out
1: of all that. Uh, but see, that I wouldn't go see in a theater. See, either. I would go
0: probably. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. Like lately, I've been I've been on a kick with some comedies and stuff this week, uh, especially Jonah Hill stuff. So. Um, I'm not opposed to to going and seeing that, and, I, and and I'm gonna tell you, dude, it's it's been a long time since I well, I went to Identity Thief, and that was pretty good, it was okay, again, not great. But I'm not afraid to go see a comedy like at a theater. This has been the year where I've been going and seeing it. I would go see that.
1: Yeah, I mean, next movie I'm probably going to go see is with the grandkids Iron man and 3. the whole family. Iron Man. Yeah, 3. that looks pretty good. Yeah, I have
0: a feeling I'm going to be let down. Did you hear Robert Downey Jr. said he may not come back as Iron Man for the Avengers two?
1: Oh, is it? They starting that stuff now.
0: I'm serious. Money, man, money talks, and you know what walks. Uh, hey, speaking of walking, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we have a little bit of horror news, um, and uh, more rambling. And hey, like I said, don't <laughs> more rambling don't don't hate on us. What, what, what's we,
1: the line from uh, the Quentin Tarantino film? Come on, Ramblers, let's ramble. Yeah, yeah. I, I
0: mean, we we are rambling. Yeah. So I, don't know, I I like these shows the best because it lets us. I just hate it because it seems like every time we do this, <laughs> we hate something. And I, I'd rather be able to sit here and be praising something instead of. Oh, uh, me it. too,
1: dude. Trust me, like I said before, it, it may promoted, not seem like it. We
0: promoted that
1: movie uh, for big time, big time. So I, I mean, when I go into the theater, I want to like the movie. Like I'm I, every time I go in, I'm hoping to come out to be able to rave about the movie I just saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just—it's just not happening. Yeah. You know,
0: I mean, like Pacific Rim, man. I'm holding out if that yeah. one's... I-, I hope. Now they're actually saying, are you ready for this? Now they're saying already, this is how insane Hollywood is. And I know I said we were taking a break, but we're not just yet. <laughs> they actually said that they're talking about doing Pacific Rim, and now, then Godzilla comes out, and then they're going to do a crossover. Oh, boy. Why would they not get Del Toro to just do Godzilla from the beginning?
1: I don't know.
0: Like, am I right or no?
1: Uh, no, Dude, I totally agree. When when I heard they were filming a a Godzilla, I I was fully hoping to see Del Toro's name on it. Yeah. If they ever, ever decide to do a a creature relaunch, remake, reboot, reimagining, whatever the word is with the re in front of it, I hope it's Del Toro. You know what I mean? Like uh, I, I know he's a Universal Monsters fan. I know he's a creature fan. I don't know if it's going to be good, but I'd rather put it in his hands than someone else's. You know?
0: Hey, don't forget, Monster Mania is uh, August sixteenth through the eighteenth. You can get all your updates on Monstermania.net. You can follow us on Twitter at robdimension at Monstermaniacon, and we will be right back.
1: What is this place?
2: I brought you here to bury Alan's cat. Daddy,
0: is church all right?
2: Why, Judd? I have more reasons.
0: I dreamed he got hit by a car and you and Mr. Crandall buried him in the pet cemetery.
2: What did we do tonight, Judd? What we did, Lars, was a secret. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Has anyone ever buried a person up there? May the Lord make his face to shine upon you.
1: You're thinking thoughts. That's not thought of.
0: Something
1: really bad. Your thing to put him up there. Don't deny the thought hadn't crossed your mind. Come back to me, Gage. Come back to us.
2: Paramount Pictures presents Stephen King's all time best selling tale of horror Ah. Pet Ah. Cemetery. the challenge of the funhouse. Who is mad enough to enter that world of darkness? Something is alive in the funhouse. Something not alive like its father. Something better dead. Something that has the form of a human but not the face.
0: This better be good. It's gonna be great.
2: Something that feeds off the flesh and blood of young innocents. Something that tonight will turn the funhouse into a carnival of terror. I don't know what that gun is. I just want to get the hell out of here. Fun House coming soon from Universal Pictures. The Fun House. It's a carnival of terror from Toby Hooper, the director who terrified you with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: You know, I I got a an email yesterday about Richard Brooker dying, and it was just I went on Facebook and said you know I had an unconfirmed report. Uh, I mean, it's it seemed. Pretty legitimate. You know, I'm still not sure who the source was. I emailed back to say who was this because they sent it from their phone, and it, I've got a new phone, so not all my contacts are in it. You know, but like I kind of, you know, when I read it, I'm like, ah, you know, this isn't good. Um, uh, you know, and uh, the, there's as a promoter, you have people at the show. Um, when you have repeat people at the show, mm-hmm. um, you have them back. Because, for the most part, uh, I don't want to say they did things the right way. They're they, nice people. Yeah, they're nice people. They got what we're trying to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, professional. and we've had Richard at the show a number of times. Um, it, you know, my, my memory of Richard, my most uh, vivid memory of Richard was, was being at, we had the Crystal Lake Friday the 13th reunion convention in uh, Hunt Valley, mm-hmm. I guess it was two years ago now. Uh, and at the VIP party, which was a kick-ass VIP party. Um, he went and got uh, one of the machetes from his table, and he auctioned it off at the party uh, and got 400 bucks for the Yorkies. We weren't even doing a Yorkie auction in Maryland at that time. Um, you know. And, and he did this on the party on his own, and he got uh, the other Friday the 13th stars to sign it, and, and he got them to sign it on Sunday. Uh, cause the par- no, I'm sorry, you got, the- got them assigned on Saturday. The party was Friday night. Um, and I'll always remember that, you know, with Richard. And, and uh, when I had my eye surgery, you know, for those that don't know, I, I literally went blind in my left eye uh, t- almost overnight. Totally, totally. I mean, for a person that, who, you know, had hopes and dreams of being an artist and for someone that's an avid movie lover to go blind, is, you know, oh my God, you know, like what more can you take away from me? Yeah. You know? Uh and when I was going through that trying period of of having the surgery and hoping that it was gonna work, which fortunately, you know, it did for the most part, uh, you know, I was getting uh messages from Richard and among other people that we've had at the show and it you know, like every every holiday would come and go, uh I'd get a message from Richard, Friday the thirteenth I would get a message from Richard. You know, it's he was one of the guys that he was one of our guys. You know, he was one of the Monster Mania guys. You know, much like uh, Ben Chapman was. Uh, Ben Chapman was the person that really kicked off Monster Mania. He was the first guest we picked up at the very first show. He was the first person I went to when I was trying to have Monster Mania. Uh, When Ben died, uh, you know, it was tough, Uh, and it's still it's tough. Uh, Every Christmas, I used to get a. I used to get a Christmas card from Ben and it was always a creature with a Santa hat or there was some Santa-ized version of a creature. And, you know, uh, I, I have... I scanned the last one, I saved it on my computer and, and you know, as corny as it might sound, like every Christmas, I, I pull it up and look at it and think of him. Um, with with uh, with Richard, it was tough, you know. I mean, I... Uh, he, he was a very fan-friendly guy, you know. He was... He was one of the guys that when the convention was over, you'd find him, you know, at the parties or you'd find him at the bar with the people and, uh, and a lot of people had a lot of different stories about him. When he died, a lot of people sent me uh, different photos of, of, of me and him and, and the group, you know, the 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 picture I used um, for him on, when I made the announcement on Facebook was that uh, he he got everybody to stand up and sing happy birthday to Steve Dash at one of the reunions, I think it was Monster Mania 6. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, this guy's been with us, you know, for a long time and multiple times. Uh, It was tough, man. It's still tough. I mean, fans
0: had nothing but positives to say. Yeah. And uh, everyone, you know, I'm telling you, when someone that made an impact passes away, because of social media now, it's spread so fast and you can see the amount of outpouring. It was pretty great for this guy. Yeah. So, you know, that's that, if anything, that says a lot about the impact that he had on a lot of people's lives. Yeah. So for those that don't know, I mean, Richard Brooker was most notably known to be Jason in Part 3 of Friday the 13th. So... The
1: the, um, the 3D version. I can remember seeing the 3D version in the theater. So did I. uh, Multiple times. Like, you know, even after the initial release, you know, people would still show it in the theaters. You know, 10 years later, they were still showing it in 3D. I mean, being the 3D lover that I am, like... You know, I, I bought a, a Japanese shutter system for for um, a television, god, 15 years ago, probably. Uh, and the first film I got was, well, the second film I got was Friday the 13th 3D. First one I got was Creature from Black Lagoon 3D, Ben Chapman. Uh, wow, I just thought of that. And then, you know, and, and the second one I got for the system was, was Richard's Friday the 13th Part 3. You know, it's, uh, it, it, it really hurts sometimes, you know, like,
0: uh, and this one did you know and, and uh that's the part of being a promoter that people may not necessarily see is that you develop bonds and friendships with these people and when they do pass away you it's like losing a family member
1: oh yeah absolutely i, I mean plus i mean there's still that fan you know in, in in me you know what i mean like there's some people <coughs> excuse me there's some people will have it a show that you know one and done you know like uh, they just they're only in it for the money uh you know they were pain in a butt to deal with. I mean, we'll never go on and name names and stuff. But it's not the way to handle it. But, you know, when we have a guest back, you know, three and four times, mm-hmm. you know, it's A, he was a popular guest, and B, he was easy to work with. You know, Richard was, you know, stellar as far as all that stuff goes. Um, you know, and, and but, I mean, the, you know, it's it's cool. Let me tell you, man, when I was going through the eye problem, I was, you know, you want to talk about depression, man. I was, I was there. You know what I mean? Like, you... I couldn't think of too many much worse things you could do to me than to take my vision. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's I, you know, like I said, I wanted to be an artist. You know, I had turned down a job to work for Disney years ago when I was eighteen, nineteen years old, or twenty, I think it was. Um, you know, I, I had always had that, you know, interest, and then you know, to go through that period of time was tough. And you know, getting an email from a Jason, you know, was pretty cool. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that, it. The, it you push all the promoter stuff away and all that stuff, you know, to get an email from a Jason saying, you know, I hope your eye surgery goes well or went well or whatever, you know, that, that's not a, that's uh, that's a pretty special thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I always look at it that way, you know, it, I mean, you know, you develop relationships with people over the course of time, but there's always that fan in you, at least in, in me, you know, that, you know, Ben Chapman was always the creature from Black Lagoon when I'd get a Christmas card and with a Santa-eyes creature on it, I mean I was getting it from the guy that was the creature from Black Lagoon. Like right. that that I never lost that awe, you know, of wow, you know. I never lost that, you know, and I never will, I hope. But, you know, I, I just hope, you know, the whatever happens from when you go from this life to the next, you know, I hope uh, it, it treats Richards as fair as he treated his fans. <laughs>
2: are a good time to escape to the woods. Unless the weekend begins with Friday the 13th. Because 13 is an unlucky number. But out here so are 1 through 12. Because these are Jason's woods. And nobody leaves them alive friday the 13th part three in 3d jason you can't fight him you can't stop him and now you can't even keep him on the screen Friday, the 13th, part 3 in 3D. Now, when it comes to killing in Jason's woods, Jason will come to you. Friday, the 13th, part 3 in 3D. A new dimension in terror. It will scare you.
0: Okay, so coming back from a, a short break, we will continue with some horror news.
1: Well, let's talk about, I know you haven't seen episode four yet.
0: Uh, Bates Motel. Right. Hey, but... can we first talk about Hannibal? We both saw that. Okay, sure. Uh, Hannibal debuted last week, uh, episode one. What was your oppression on. I know that you weren't real big on it. I actually really liked
1: it. Uh, see, I wasn't big on it going into it. It was. When I started watching, I was like, oh, this is cool. Uh, I like the fact that the one character apparently rescues dogs. Like, that probably yeah. will tune me into uh, episode two. But to be honest, um, I don't see myself going far with it. I'm not a TV guy, man. I'm really not. Like, I'm. I, I uh, the, the list of. Things I watch on television is very very short, you know. Uh, comic book men, um, Bates Motel, Bates Motel. That's about uh, it. That's about it. And <laughs> yeah. Whatever, you know. So I like watching movies. I like watching sports.
0: I thought the gore was good. I thought the story was pretty good. I mean, it's they're piecing it together a little bit different. Yeah. I know that that. Uh, I like. I mean, I like the way that they were piecing story the story together going backwards. But like you said, I've never seen it before, but CSI is similar to that. Yeah. So you liken it more to a detective show?
1: Yeah, see, that's my complaint with it. And that was my complaint, I guess, with the following, too. Like, I kind of thought the following was going to be more Edgar Allan Poe-ish than it really turned out to be. I don't
0: think America wants to see that. I just, I mean, if you look at it from a, from a rating standpoint... I just don't know if if, there, if that has enough draw to keep people people. I mean, I pop, dude, detective shows are popular. Yeah. I mean, I still get caught up on SVU if I come across SVU. I'll but see, like
1: I, I thought, with the popularity of Walking Dead, I uh-huh. thought that made the studios realize or the television networks realize that horror has an audience. I mean, True Blood has, has shown it. Um, Dexter. Dexter has shown it. Walking, Walking Dead. Dead certainly has shown it. Yep. Um, Bates Motel is is shown it yeah. to a degree. Hannibal to me is just it. It, it looks like it's going to be a detective show with Hannibal Lecter thrown into the mix.
0: If you have to guess, does it make it through one season?
1: I, I think it'll probably. I think it'll be renewed for a second season. You do. I think it'll die after the second season. Hmm. Um. Honestly, I don't know how far Bates Motel is going to go. You know, jumping back to that, um, like you said, A and E has picked it up for a second season. Uh, they're going to film 10, 10 episodes, and uh, it's going to start filming later this year. Uh, it's garnered a four point five million total viewers and two point five million adults in the twenty five to fifty four and eighteen to forty nine range, uh, which is where a lot of uh, it's a key demographic for. Mm-hmm. You know, network, and it's supposedly it's um, it's the most watched original drama debut in those key demos in network in that network's history. So I mean, if you keep limiting in it, you know, I mean, I guess you could say it's the best ever. But
0: so, you watched episode four? I haven't seen it yet. What was your impressions?
1: Um, I mean, you, you can spoil it for me. I don't care.
0: <laughs> I'm still gonna watch it. I mean, honestly.
1: Well, okay, it's been on. Well, I mean, at the at the end of the episode, she gets arrested for the murder of the guy that that tried to rape her. Right. Um, uh, you know, again, we, we get more into Norman having, uh, the, I don't know, she, the mom reveals that he's had blackouts before. Oh. Um, so, I mean, it, it was interesting. I mean, in, in what I did over the weekend, I wound up getting an Anthony Perkins autograph, uh, on a playbill, um, which is an autograph I've always wanted and never, never really pursued, but. I really got a good deal on one, and and I got that. Now I'm looking to uh, frame it with uh, you know some psycho stuff. Bates Motel has reawakened in me my love of psycho. Oh, dude, you've been hot about and it and all like, that. You're
0: texting me like, oh man, I'm so back on. Tonight. Yeah, I really
1: am. I really am. I mean, I, and I thank it for doing that. You know, um, I watched one and two Saturday before we went to see Evil Dead Saturday night. Um, Pro- probably going to watch three, but three kind of uh, didn't didn't do it for me as much You're as you to Sit did.
0: through the Vince Vaughn version? Yeah. Oh no no no! <laughs> I'm I'm, you won't no, sit through that. To
1: that. I mean, for me, Anthony Perkins is is Norman Bates, the adult version. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 shot for shot remake. Oh, that was horrible. That was just. I like Vince Vaughn, but
0: I am a Vince Vaughn guy.
1: uh, uh not. Not that. No, no, it's not... Not that. Uh, that was not awful. Good.
0: I did buy a new bo- a new Psycho box set, but it's not the one you have. It's a gold, like a gold version. I think it's two discs. I have to see. Because I just watched Psycho again the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um. I mean, I still really like it. I like... It's so different than what's out there now. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so... I guess classic is the word, I guess yeah. you could say. You know, that makes you feel good as a viewer to watch. Like, it never makes you feel dumb. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's shot well, and it's, oh, yeah. it's a very smart yeah. film. So, it, it, you know, it, and it's a groundbreaking film. You know, uh, yeah. It started And it's, so much. I mean,
1: for those that don't know, uh, it stars Janet Lee, which is Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Right. I mean, you see some of Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, in, in her mom there, in a couple scenes, and it's a lot of interesting things. I, I, I texted you, I think, um, if, if you have the version that has the making of mm-hmm. uh, on the DVD, man, definitely watch that. I mean, it's the making of thing is fascinating. It goes into all different kinds of things, things, you know, that they the censors the stopped, and you know, a whole explanation of uh, he, he even gets down to explanation of what, why the bras were certain colors at certain parts of the film. I mean, really, it's a it's a it's a great film, and it's a the making of is very interesting. It's definitely worth sitting through.
0: Excellent. Uh, I, I actually will be watching it probably this week. I'm a little behind on a, a Base Motel.
1: Uh, Lionsgate has announced that I Frankenstein, which was originally scheduled to open f- this past February and then moved to September, has now been moved to January of 2014. What's that tell you? That tells you that they think that January is a great release month. For horror films, for turds. Um, they. <laughs> That's my guess. Okay. I
0: mean, I have if dude, if they're moving it back that far,
1: I, I thought that too. But the explanation that I had seen, supposedly they they're making the shift uh, to allow adequate time for the 3D conversion. Um, the, they put out in a press release. Other people tend to think that because uh, they did so well with the Texas Chainsaw 3D release, that they think. Uh, because that was released in January. Remember, in January, every week was a great, it was another. It was Mama. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah. you know, horror film, number one at the box office. So they don't have anything slated for January of that year, of next year. So they think they're going to plug that in. And they also seem to think that this is going to be uh, a franchise, like the, the beginning of a franchise film.
0: I can't tell film you how, how I feel the opposite. Not to be negative, but I, I just—I'm just saying, like, like if if you continue, like I get their thought process. All I can think of is myself. Is it's not strong enough to to go against anything else? That
1: that was the my first reaction to that was exactly yours. They've pushed it back how many times now? This is this is the third release date they've yeah. got for it, and it's it's literally it's it's a month short of a year after it was supposed mm-hmm. to be released. It's not the 3D conversion. It's, no, there, there's more to it.
0: Yeah, there's definitely more to it. I mean, and we've talked about it before. It's ah, Frankenstein's a hard one to tackle. You know, it's the same way with Dracula. It's a hard one to tackle unless yeah. you're really going to do it the right way. And I just don't know. Like, well, and
1: this was kind of the year of Frankenstein. I mean, like we were—if you go back through the past hard news on the—you know—the most recent podcast, like for the last six months, you know, there's 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 been some kind of Frankenstein TV film or television show or film. whatever. Uh, and it, I don't know if it's, if it's all falling apart, but it's certainly... Uh, the, the one went to, direct to... Uh, was it The Theory of Frankenstein?
0: The Frankenstein Theory Frankenstein is theory. on Netflix. Yeah,
1: I mean, that went right to direct, I have it in my cube, but I just haven't watched it yet. Let uh, me ask
0: you a question. It's a t- kind of off-topic. Uh-huh. Does the gore and success of Evil Dead... Now open the floodgates, literally, for more of just over-the-top gore films. Not like a Hostel or a Saw, which are more uh, torture porn. They call I, it. I hate that term now, uh, but I understand what you're saying. Is that do? What do you think? Do you think we're going to see more of 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 that? Do you think now, if you're in, if you're in pre-production for a horror movie and you see how well Evil Dead did? And everyone's like, I can't believe all the blood that they spilled. Are you now rewriting your story to include more gore?
1: I don't think the studios are gonna go that way. I think the studios are looking deeper now into films that they can probably remake or reimagine or whatever they want to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think they're gonna go through their you know, their archives and see what's there. Um, It'll be interesting to see... Uh, you know, I don't have a good feeling about Carrie. I don't think Carrie's going to do gangbuster numbers at the box I'll office. I'll say 11 million opening weekend. You know, I, I think it's going to come out. I think in three to four weeks, you're not going to see it in the theater anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that's a remake. I, I think it's all going to depend on how the other remakes do. I, I, there was a lot of hype, a lot of hype. For Evil Dead. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been talking about it, dude. It seems like forever. You know, and people obviously did go see it. I'm waiting to see what happens. This weekend will probably be a strong weekend for it, I would think. Uh, I'm waiting to to see what week number three is going to be. Let's see if Uh, it has legs or is it going to be in
0: and out. And I'm going to tell you right now, dude, I think that the... Film going audience is kind of finicky. Like I was surprised when I went to the to the theater this week and they had the Steve Carell and Jim Carrey movie, the I don't the Magician movie. Not that it looked good on the commercial, but it was already down to one screen, one showing. Well, let me
1: tell you this: when we went to see Evil Dead Saturday, we went Saturday opening weekend, Saturday eight o'clock at the Cherry Hill Theater. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking
0: gonna be sold out.
1: Right. Um, I bought my tickets online ahead of time. We went down, and I was waiting. I got there ahead of my oldest son, and I'm waiting for him to show up. Uh, I see this long line of people. I'm like, oh boy, you know, I I like to sit in the aisle seat. You know, I got this whole, You know, I'm worse than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go at least when I think there's going to be a crowd. You won't even do that. No, I won't. Uh, but you know, I got to sit in the aisle seat the whole bit, even with the Flyers games. So Dave shows up. You know, and he's like almost apologizing for only being ten minutes early. You know, this is how anal uh-huh. I am. You know, like I want to see the previews. I want the whole bit. You yeah, know, yeah. I go into the room, man, and dude, there's four other people in the theater with me. And I'm thinking, we you know, I thought we had to be in the wrong theater. Mm-hmm. That this whole long crowd that you know had just gone in or was still waiting in line uh, was for Evil Dead. I yeah. it had to be. Mm-hmm. You know, all the hype and this, that, and the other thing. So I sent him out, (laughs) because I've already got my seat. I sent him out to make sure we're in the right theater number. It was 24. And he looks, he comes in, yeah, we're the right one. I'm like, really? You know what the line was for? Jurassic Park 3D. But it was, uh, Evil Dead was on four screens. Jurassic Park was only on one. But by the time that the movie started, dude, if there was 30
0: people in there,
1: I'm exaggerating. And see,
0: I'm glad you brought that up because we actually discussed that uh, before we were recording. And when I went, there was 20 people. Right.
1: You went early Saturday morning, right. correct? Yeah.
0: Like I went at like 12.10 12, uh, 12, or twelve. I mean, that's still, like that, man.
1: That's. I mean, like I, I know a horror movie. Might many people might want to prefer to see it at night. You know, just for the atmosphere and all. Um, I On mean, me, well, I don't want to be around any. any yeah. Weirdos. Well, you could have <laughs> went with me then, uh, dude. I, I, I was shocked. I mean, there was. There weren't thirty people in the theater at eight o'clock opening Saturday night, hmm. which leads me to think: Are these numbers that's being reported like is are they real? I had I had posted that on on Twitter I think, and someone else had responded that he went to see it and it was a packed house. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure there are. I'm sure Thursday night it was packed. Right. I mean, for it to do 11 million or almost 12 million on a Thursday night, right? Two at midnight, showings, 10 and, 10 and midnight. That's huge. That's right.
1: huge. But you know, it's on a lot of screens.
0: It is. Do you think how many people do you think got turned away from Jurassic Park?
1: I think they're going to give up a theater at least to Jurassic Park this weekend. You think they're going? To I make- mean, if I, I mean just just the being in retail, if I've got everybody standing in line for one thing. And I've only got a theater with 30 people in it times four. Do the math. You know, I'm going to show Jurassic Park on two screens, and I'm going to show Evil Dead on three.
0: Man, Jurassic Park making a handful of money. And and that's... 20 years old. Yeah, 20 years old, just 3D'd up. And not only that, it's not all 3D. There's some they are showing just in 2D. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, people are paying to go see... These, and see, that's the new trend. Like, So let me ask you a question. If they re-release Evil Dead in theaters, now that their hype has been out for Evil Dead 2013... I'll be there in a second, dude. You would. Absolutely. Hmm. I'd
1: love to see that in a big screen again.
0: Like I said, we went and saw Frankenstein. It wasn't what I wanted. Went saw Halloween, not what I wanted. Yeah. It was. Like, I still get the experience. And I'm telling you, dude, being the, the Halloween fan that I am, I picked up so many more flaws with the film, I mean, not that that's a good thing. But because it's so big and it's in your face. And I had never seen it on the big screen. And it's the truth. But I, I'm I'm blown away that Jurassic Park, a movie that's 20 years old, did almost $20 million. I am blown away. $18 million, dude. Mm. How much does it cost to, to go through the 3D process? Not nearly as much as they oh, just made. Oh, God, a no. A no. couple million?
1: I, I would think.
0: And that movie already made... Truckfuls. Oh, yeah. Truckfuls.
1: And sequels and merchandising. And now they're
0: another sequel, from yeah. what I understand.
1: With a, with a new kind of dinosaur uh, in, I, I didn't heard. like the last one they did. I,
0: it was, I, I liked the one where they went to New York City. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: I don't think I saw that, that one. That
0: was like part two.
1: I, I think I only saw the first one. Oh, no, you cool. know what? I watched part two. Part two was almost the same as the first one. Yeah. I, even to the part where they got trapped in the, in the vehicle. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my god, you know, like they just rewrote it and put different, yeah, and different scenery in it. it. You know what I mean?
0: I don't know. So what?
1: I stopped after that. I didn't. I didn't see three.
0: Part three was okay. I mean, just okay. But that one seems to be the one that's on the most. But anyway, uh, so I guess I'm curious: uh, who listens to us that went and saw Jurassic Park over Evil Dead, or who saw the Evil Dead and liked it? I'm curious. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that like. I'm sure it. there are. I but wanna, most of
1: them insulted you on Twitter. I know. Or, or your your website <laughs> um, or whatever. It was. Can I just
0: tell you, like, I... I First of all, you say I'm a bully. My wife says that I'm a bully. But I'm not. I just stand up for myself and I don't... Oh, no.
1: I I said that because after spending Saturday and partly part of Sunday ticking off Evil Dead fans, then you went into... Then you attacked wrestling fans. <laughs> because... And then the next day you're back on there saying how the... Like, what's it, Monday Night Raw or whatever yeah, it is? Monday how, Night Raw was say, good. I don't watch any of that. How how great that was. It what? was oh, good. what a
0: bully. No, I'm not a bully. I just, I like what I like. That's all. I'm not a, I, I don't, I guess, lead the, I don't let people lead me around. But I, I mean, for those that liked Evil Dead, awesome. Well,
1: see, let me tell you this. On Twitter, someone, uh, when I had said something about Evil Dead, somebody commented uh, that it was a, it was a rip-off of... Cabin, in the, Cabin woods. in the Woods. And and it was a it was a girl that comes to Monster Mania mm-hmm. which goes to full circle to what I was saying about you know showing films to people and trying to turn them on and stuff. By the end of our Twitter conversation, she wasn't aware that Evil Dead came out. She wasn't aware of the Bruce Campbell Evil Dead. So she thought that Evil Dead was a was a rip off of Cabin in the Woods because it was the same, you know, opening Amount of people she, she picked out the amount of people and the last year's the worst same by. set and all that. Um, by the end of the conversation with her, now she, I, I said, "You got homework to do. Now you got to watch the first Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two and report back to me." Like I said, a am kidding around, but you know, and it's 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 somebody who comes to Monster Mania. Mm-hmm. So obviously, she wasn't even aware that there was a first Evil Dead. So I mean, there's this going back to what I had said to you when we went to see. Um, Texas Chainsaw
0: 3D. How many of the people in the theater even oh. even know who Gunnar Hansen is? I'm going to tell you this time. though I paid attention. Like Evil Dead fans, I there were a lot. I'm telling you a lot. I literally almost stood up and was going to ask, but I didn't. There All was 20 just, people. Yeah, I was going to say like who here saw the original or who here saw part two. I wanted to ask at the end like who here is mad, like because I was going to raise <laughs> my hand and say I'm mad because uh, I'm am curious. I'm mad curious. as an,
1: as an insane or angry at the movie.
0: Well, angry at the movie. I wasn't angry, like I said. I just, I I wanted more, I guess. I guess that's the best way to explain it. It's like that commercial with the girl. I want more. I want more. I want more. I wanted more from it. So, if you had to judge at right now, from January to right now, best horror film you saw this year.
1: Hmm. You mean on my DVD player? No, no. In a theater? That you paid to go see. Oh, boy. It'd be Evil
0: Dead. It's a tie between Evil Dead and Mama.
1: Mama fell apart at the end too. Boy, did it!
0: And I, and I, another thing I can't stand—I hate when people say that they watch stuff for free online. Go support the genre, Uh,
1: dude! I totally agree with that. Don't, don't do that. I mean, it's like, you know, one of the things that always happens to me is like, you know, I get everybody and their mother wants a comp ticket to the show, or they've got a reason why I should give them a comp table. And it's I've given you numerous
0: reasons yeah I know <laughs> but
1: it's like I had said to you when when someone had offered you to put uh, no Clowning around on on the DVD and you weren't yeah. literally going to get any money at all from it right. I mean when you put so much work into something like that you don't give it away no. you know what I mean like no I, I don't give away free vendor tables you know what I mean like in very rare instances no I don't give Free tickets to people to come to the show, man, like you know uh, that that is selling short the fact that I might get home from work at eleven o'clock one night and be up to three o'clock in the morning, either designing images for you know to make announcements or emailing people or putting the vendor list together i mean you're, I'm not gonna sell myself short that yeah. way, and the people that will watch a film like Evil Dead, whether I liked it or not, I paid the money to see it and Me I'll, too. and I I was happy to do that. Me, um, me too. I want I I want to support horror films. Right. I, I'm hoping every weekend, the number one movie is a horror film, so that I get more. Right. You know, to to download that movie and not pay for it, it's wrong, man. I mean, it's it's. It's doing a disservice to the people that you know that put their hard work into it. Sudako 3D is making its way to uh, Blu-ray and DVD, uh, which is actually the continuation of it's the Japanese continuation of the Ringu films. Uh, and this time, that instead of watching uh, the films only on the VHS tape, it's going to turn out that uh, because of modern technology. People that watch it on the on the personal computers, mobile phones, jumbotrons, and stuff like that will also be visited by, you know, the uh, Japanese wraith or whatever she is. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, and it's in 3D. So I mean, if any movie lends itself, I think to 3D. The girl crawling out of the That's television set—that'd be pretty awesome. If it's...
0: Yeah, especially if they start with the the whole screen is that snow. Yeah, and then she just kind of like puts her arm out and she's like, yeah. "Oh, dude, that would freak me out." That
1: would be that could be, and to me, coming full circle to the Evil Dead, whatever the abomination thing was at the end of the Evil Dead, couldn't hold a candle to the to the fright effects that you know the girl from the Ring. Provided, I thought back in both the Japanese version and you know the Americanized version. Yeah. you know, I mean it. Uh, I would. I'm probably going to at least. I'll probably buy it. You will for 3D. Yeah, I'll probably buy it.
0: Man, you are a 3D. I nerd. am. I am. Man, I bought, but I did buy Magic. That was, I, your recommendation. Yeah.
1: Which have you? you have, you've only I watched,
0: watched. I watched uh, a little bit of it, but I got busy. But then I watched the behind the scenes, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Behind the scenes sells me on so many movies. Like if I, if they have good special features, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2's commentary, awesome. Made it worth watching it again after I just had watched it to get an inside look mm-hmm. at how they put everything together and who was dressed as this and how they made this and what this was made Let of. Let me ask
1: you this, does does watching any of that ruin the movie for you in the future? It does to me. Uh...
0: No, it makes it... Well, from my standpoint, it makes me appreciate the trouble that they go through. Like, seriously. Like, I mean, I know what we have to go through when we put together a movie or whatever, and it, it sometimes it sucks and it's miserable, and they deal with the same nonsense. It doesn't matter what level you're on, and their budget was, I think, $3 million, and our budget was, like, 3000 mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what the scale of the budget is. It's the same problem. I
1: mean, see, for me, being, you know, what, what you psycho as a... Point in case, big psycho fan.
0: You're gonna tell me that the special features ruin that? Well,
1: no, because I already knew what I'm about to say. But, but I was gonna say what? I I I know that the shower scene. I know that that's not Anthony Perkins in in, In drag or whatever. In drag, killing her. I know he wasn't. uh, After watching the behind the scenes or the making of this weekend, I learned that not only wasn't he on the set for that, he wasn't even in the city for that. So, I mean, now when I watch Psycho, the when, when the shower scene, when he pulls open the curtain and you see the the silhouette, mom in silhouette, yeah. the first thing, that, honestly, the first thing that goes off my head is, well, that's not Anthony Perkins.
0: <laughs> 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 so, I mean, sometimes it ruins it for me. For me, watching Evil Dead 2 today and listening to their commentary... If anything, it gave me more of a creative drive for special effects when they discussed what they did or what they used. Like you know how like they have this, the, how they have uh, the, the, the spirit go through the car Yeah and stuff like they say that they had like a 30-foot steel pole that they had a camera on the end and that they were to break the window with, and uh, how some of the, how some of the times, when it was going through the woods, it was they were on a motorcycle. Oh really? Yeah, it was I mean it was awesome. Like they really were creative on that movie. So like that if anything that made me love and appreciate that movie even more. Like I'm a big I'm a big Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness fan. I know that you're the opposite. Uh and I'm a Three Stooges fan, but I I, mean, I am
1: too. I I just think and and Shemp is probably my favorite. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, well, who are you like? You a curly man? Of
0: course, come on. Um, but I think that Shemp, when he drinks out of that boot and spins around
1: on the floor, that's tops, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Shemp was much better in the in the scary ones.
0: You should watch the made for TV movie that they have uh, that they have out. It's good. It's on Netflix. It's called Three Stooges. I think I saw it. It's actually really good. Um, but I just think that. It gives me a better appreciation for for what's going on, and 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 uh, I think my biggest problem with Evil Dead One, the original, is once you're once you're such a fan of two and and three, basically, mm-hmm. it's hard to take Ash serious, and I think that's what kind of hurts him a little bit because it's less comedic, more of a serious well, role. Well, that's that's
1: which is exactly the reason why I like it better. Right?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, but I like. I like. I mean,
1: Ash got to be the wisecracking, you know, s smart.
0: Give me some sugar, baby.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, it became one-liners, and you know, in the era of, you know, "Hasta la vista, baby," and. But I think it know, was that time. I'll be back and all that stuff. Yeah.
0: Hey, anyway, we're gonna wrap it up for this week of Monster Mania Radio. Don't forget, Monster Mania Con is August sixteenth through the eighteenth in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, at the Crown Plaza Hotel. And Monster Mini-Con 26 is September 27th through the 29th in Hunt Valley, Maryland. And that is a Batman extravaganza. Wow. Yeah,
1: oh yeah. You know what, I I can probably drop one guest, but it's actually for the September show. See, if you you hang into the podcast, I'll slip one in. (laughs) If you listen to our rambling. (laughs) Uh, We had a uh, Halloween reunion uh, in Hunt Valley a couple... A couple years ago. Yep. Uh, and the one Michael Myers that we didn't have at the show uh, was George Wilbur. And George will be joining us for the September show. Okay, cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah.
0: I'm Rob Dimension. And for Dave Hagan, make sure you have a very horror filled week. I said horror. Ah. Uh. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week.